All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Deer. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And I think today we're going to give a little hardware review of some of the products that we own. We're going we're gonna to talk tech. Yeah, talk tech. That sounds so weird. Because <laughs> normally we just talk crap. And <laughs> well, hey, that's, that's demeaning our life stories, Megan. Well, my life is not that interesting. I just happen to be able to talk about it in a way that other people find entertaining every <laughs> once in a while. Just thinking back to our last episode, which was supposed to be the E3 episode. <laughs> and instead, we end up mentioning E3 for about a minute on either side of the episode and talking about basically... Tickets and fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Ticketmaster, Donald Trump, Young Goose. Young Goose is kind of related. Vaguely related. <laughs> so um, I recently ordered, well, first of all, let me preface this with, I'm a Razor fan girl. So like, you're not going to get much product review from me outside of Razor products. <laughs> um, although, to be honest, at PAX East, I was impressed with the Logitech display. And I briefly considered buying some Logitech products like their keyboards, which felt really nice in their display. I'm trying to remember the keyboard that I looked at that I liked. And then your uh, the Razer cybernetics that have been surgically implanted in your body gave you a, a sharp jolt. A jolt, and... yep. And they were like, bitch, stop it. <laughs> that was the end of that. Yeah, that was the end of that. Well, so I'm actually, I'm trying to go through my messages, my Facebook messages right now, because somebody was asking me for a keyboard recommendation, and I pointed them at my keyboard and then also to this Logitech keyboard, which is... The G910 Orion Spectrum, which costs a pretty penny. It sits at $179.99, but Oof. it felt really nice when I was at PAX. I mean, I just tested it out at their little, like, their display. But it has those kind of ribbed keys so that your fingers don't really slip around, right. which I liked. That's, like, especially on the WASD, it has a sort of, like, scoop. A little yeah, cup. scoop. Mm-hmm. And it has kind of a dinky cell phone holder, like... In the keyboard? Yeah, in the keyboard. Like, it's just at the top, like, above, like, the Y-U-I area. Mm -hmm. And you just pull it out, and it's just a little slot that you can slide your phone into. Huh. I mean, it would be kind of nice, I guess, I, I but... mean, th that is kind of where you would want to put your phone, right? Like, I'm thinking... I, I do want to keep my phone around. Hmm. Thinking more about that now. <laughs> well, for me, it wouldn't work because I have one of those slider drawers on my desk so that I can slide my keyboard out. Oh, and I see. I don't really have enough. Like, it's a small slidey drawer. So basically, my, uh, I guess I'll have to take a picture, but basically my keyboard is at like a diagonal angle, like half hanging off of the drawer. And then what? the other part has my mouse on it. I don't think your mouse is supposed to be there, but I didn't, it's too uncomfortable for me because I like to lean back in my chair when I'm playing and I can't like lean back and reach on top of the desk to get my mouse. So you need to have a, a separate attachment on top of the keyboard tray attachment that swivels right. out into a mouse. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So anyway, if I were endorsing a non-Razor product, it would probably be that Logitech keyboard, which I thought was kind of nice. And to be honest, I've had Logitech mouses in the past. Um, before I switched to Razor, I was using Logitech. 
And that was a really good mouse. I think I had like the G7. I can't remember if it was G7 or G700. That was with wired and wireless capability. Yes. I love mice that have wired and wireless capability. And I know that makes me kind of like not so hardcore because the wired mouses are where it's at for the people who are like really serious. But I mean, come on, I'm not WCG here as much as I'd like to be. Yeah, the milliseconds of increased response time, if it really exists, I still think it's a myth (laughs) at this point, are are not going to be what determines whether we're hitting our shots or missing. It's going to be the fact that we're screaming at the top of our lungs when people attack us. That's going to cause us to miss. That's me, for sure. (laughs) So, so go go with comfort. Yep. That's that. that, Oh man, that's our that's our hardware line tagline. Go with comfort. Go with comfort. Our stuff isn't very good, but it's very comfortable. And then your tagline to our tagline will be, and think about price first. (laughs) Yeah, and the value. Think about comfort and value. That's our our corporate slogan. I feel like you're advertising a mattress. (laughs) Well, we could have gaming mattresses. Only if they come from Razer and have the chroma lighting effect, which I'm obsessed with. I feel like lighting on a mattress is not the effect you want to go for. Well, you can have some experience with it when you come here and you're sleeping on my couch out in the living room and... My computer says, well, here's my Chroma keyboard and my Chroma headset and my Uh. Chroma mouse and my Chroma mouse mat or whatever it's called. And your Chroma headset. Yep. So good luck sleeping. Chroma computer. Oh, my God. It's like, what? Like, does Razer make fridge? Do they make refrigerators, too? Because you're going to buy one of those. I, I would. I really would. I'm so obsessed with the Chroma lighting effect. Oh, my God. I have it on the... I think it's not the spectrum cycling lighting so, mode, yeah, but it's... Tell us tell us what Chroma, Chroma is. That's their branding across all of their products? Yeah. So Chroma is just their fancy lighting effects so that all their shit, you know, looks spectacular. So my keyboard lights up. My headset has like, a, you know, the Razer logo, which lights up. And, and this interacts with games too, right? Yes. So this was the first time I, that I had noticed it when I started playing Overwatch. My keyboard and my mouse and my, I think it's called a mat. I don't know what it, what yeah, is it Yeah, it's actually? like a gaming mat. Yeah, it's essentially a mouse pad. I'm yeah. sure Razer would say it's a precision gaming surface. Ugh. <laughs> well, anyway, that lights up too, but they all match oh, up oh my, with- your, your mouse pad lights up? Yeah, I've got the, the Razer Firefly. Which is kind of a plasticky surface, but it's got wow. lighting underneath. So you have to plug in your mouse pad? Yep. I mean, I don't have to, but for the chroma effect, yes. Huh. And everything, all these effects are synchronized across your whole desktop. Well, so I have the mouse and the mouse mat synchronized. But if I do the, I think it's called the wave, actually. So I've got the wave going on on my mouse and my mouse mat, which is basically a rainbow wave so it moves constantly it's changing very quickly but if i have that on my keyboard then it changes too quickly for me to actually be able to tell which keys i'm pressing Hmm. and it's kind of disorienting so i can't really use that so i've got the spectrum lighting on the keyboard so on the keyboard when you have the wave it's basically a wave going either left or right of rainbow and all the keys are different colors like at the same time Mm -hmm. so 
you know, like you'll have a column of red followed by a column of orange followed by a column of yellow and yeah, so on. Yeah. And that's just too, too much for me. And I use the spectrum cycling, which keeps all the keys the same color, but it still rotates through the colors of the rainbow. Got it. So the full keyboard pul- uh, sort of pulses with yes. color. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Razor's got a nice little program called the Razor Synapse that helps you, I guess, coordinate all your lighting and stuff for all your things. So you can, you know, if you want a static color, you can pick what color you want. And they've got like thousands of shades of everything that you can imagine. Or you could pick, you know, like a breathing pattern where it just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. lights up and then... Kind of softly exhales. Yes. Or you could have what I have, which is just constant lit up all the time. There's just, there's so many options and so many customizations. It really makes you feel like in control. It's cool. It does sound mesmerizing. Yeah, it is. And I I really enjoyed looking at it. It's funny because I was just reading um, reviews for the Razer Blade, which I also just bought one yesterday. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> um, but I was reading reviews for it and somebody had commented and said, you know, don't buy this laptop just for the chroma effects because while it's pretty like you're gonna be disillusioned eventually like the novelty will wear off and i'm like you know i've had chroma products now for like i guess i got my first one while i was in grad school and that was the razor anasai keyboard mm-hmm. and i'm not disillusioned at all i'm still just as obsessed i'm still just as mesmerized i love it i mean i didn't buy the blade just for that keyboard i also agree that you shouldn't do that but i don't agree that it will wear off because it hasn't worn off for me you don't feel like it's a it's a one-time gimmick right but it's certainly not worth 2300 dollars. so (laughs) don't buy a laptop just for that you can buy a keyboard just for that if you really want you hear that razor we are sponsoring you one 2.3 times as much as Ticketmaster. Oh, God. We're sponsoring them. I, never mind. I don't even have anything to say other than <laughs> to Ticketmaster. <laughs> so besides this fancy lighting, Razer products have always been really solid for me. I've really, I've, I've got a ton. I have two keyboards, two mice, two headsets. I've got the mouse pad. I'm recording right now on a Razer Siren Pro. <laughs> Their products have always been quality. I've never, so I've only had to replace one product because... It stopped working, and that was my Razer, my first headset. I think it was like the Karachitas or something. I looked up the name so that I wouldn't do this, and here it's I'm doing it anyway. Of crazy names. Like I know. The, you know. the Orochi, the Mamba, the Megalodon. Wait, no, is that Logitech? No, no. The Me- I always thought it was the Megalodon, but Megalodon, that's that's the headset that I use most okay. frequently. Okay, so it's the Karcharias? Karcharias? I don't know. I'm just going to call it the Classicic. Okay, we can call it the Razer Classicic. That sounds good to me. <laughs> I really like that headset. And then for some reason, it just pooped on me and it stopped working. I don't know. I really don't know what happened. I mean, I'm assuming like maybe a wiring issue, like inside mm. to something short-circuited. I don't really know. But I replaced it with uh, uh, the Megalodon or the Megalodon, whatever. I don't know what you said. <laughs> and I've had my Megalodon for years now and I love it. Nice. Yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see hardware stick around. Yeah, uh, and I actually that Anasai keyboard like I, it still works. I just replaced it with the Black Widow, the Black Widow Chroma recently, which I also like. And I just upgraded because I wanted to, not because I needed to or whatever. But the Black Widow Chroma is like 
everybody's like, oh, it's so great, it's so great, and it, you know, <laughs> matches with Overwatch and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll get it. And actually, right now, they're having, hopefully, they're still having a promotion by the time this episode comes out, so I'm not, like, falsely advertising. But at the time of this recording, they were doing a promotion where if you buy a Black Widow Chroma, you can also get a Death Adder Chroma for free. There is the mouse? Yeah. Okay. And it's, I think it's a 60 or $70 mouse, so it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. And it's much better than the deal that I got because I just bought the Razor Mamba, which is my absolute favorite mouse that I've ever had. And I've only had it for a day, but <laughs> I love this mouse so much I can't even begin to tell you. <laughs> it's so comfortable. The lighting is so mesmerizing. Um, it moves quickly. It's clicky. When I have it in the wired mode, it doesn't feel like it has a wire on it, which is totally unlike any of the other like wired mm. slash wireless dual mice that I've had in the past. Like I can always tell the difference yeah, right those now. Have, like thick cables. Right. This I can't even tell. Honestly, I can't even tell. It's great. The scroll wheel is satisfying. You can adjust the the pressure. I forget what it's what the right term is. The pressure of the clicking. Mm, the kind of resistance. Yeah, the force that you need to to use to prep uh, to click with the mouse. So. I would highly recommend this mouse. But the the point that I was getting to is they when I ordered it, they gave me a free cell phone stand, which I love you, Razor. I really do. But the cell phone stand, piece of crap. <laughs> I can't imagine. It said it was like an $18.99 deal. I wouldn't pay a cent for this thing. Clearly, Logitech has the cell phone stand market cornered with sure. the integrated keyboard stand. Sure. Oh, man, this cell phone stand, it's two pieces. And the main piece like that's actually the stand has two little sticky areas on it. So I'm assuming you're supposed to pull the little protector off and then Mm -hmm. stick it to your desk. Yeah. And then you pull the little protector off of the other sticky area. And that's where you stick the second piece that came And The second piece is literally just like a curved surface that is the part that actually holds your cell phone. So you stick that little dinky piece of plastic onto the sticky thing. And then I guess once it's stuck on there, you can't move it ever again if you wanted to. I mean, you probably wouldn't want to, but like it just it's very permanent. You know, you stick this piece of plastic on there. I'll post a picture of this thing so you can get a better idea. But once you stick it on there, like what if I did want to move it? And then on top of that, the sticky area is so big that the whole plastic piece that you've stuck on there doesn't cover the whole sticky area. So... When I put my phone on this thing, my phone sticks to the stand. That sounds a little weird. It's very weird. And it's just, to be honest, poorly made. I'm looking at it now and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> totally different than when I bought the Kraken recently, the Razer Kraken headset. That came with a free headset stand. And that headset stand is great. Wow, a headset stand. That's that's commitment at that point. <laughs> My headsets are just like tossed all over the place. <laughs> so it actually works really well. And it I don't know if it's supposed to fit to, but it does fit to. So I stick my Megalodon and my Kraken on there at the same time. Oh, we were so close to it. That's what she said joke. <laughs> well, I did say that. And I am a girl. <laughs> so but I really like that product and it's totally quality. And then I'm not really sure what happened with the cell phone stand. I almost want to send it back to Razor and be like, no, thanks. You can have it back. <laughs> I kind of like who who at the other end of Razor is receiving these products. I wonder what weird weird messages they get. Like thanks, but no thanks for this headphone stand for this cell phone stand. Uh, like what, what do they do with that? I guess 
just tossed in the trash, probably. I don't think anybody really sends them back. I was just making a joke. Oh, you should totally do it. Anyway, <laughs> you know, it's funny that you have this very homogenous set of computer equipment because I'm looking around my table and I think literally everything is by a different manufacturer. I'm very mercenary here. Yeah, whatever you can get a deal on, that's what you get. Whatever you can get a deal on, whatever works well. There's no brand loyalty necessarily. Though I will say, okay, that's not true. I I emphatically enjoy everything I'm using right now. So there is a lot of love for these brands. Mm-hmm. Just not loyalty. Sounds like you're trying to get some sponsorships. I'm just saying, hey, we got to talk these guys up. We've had two major sponsorship laws tags on our last posts. Got to pick up the pace. All right. So I'll start off by saying that when you're hearing these smooth, silky tones of my voice on your iPhone every Sunday at 4 p.m., that's because it's being recorded on a Blue Yeti microphone. I would say it's one of their, it's not the highest end, but it is a premium product. It normally retails for, I want to say like 100 to 150 I was able to pick it up on sale for 75 and I love it to death. It's got essentially the same features as the Razer Siren um, in that it has different cardioid modes. It's got um, the butt mode. As Megan calls it, it's the butt mode because it's shaped like a heart, which happens to look like a butt to some people. What? That is not a heart. That looks like an upside down Pac-Man. It's a heart. Well, okay, maybe on Razer products, it's a butt. But for the more sophisticated blue products, it's a heart. That's definitely what my butt looks like. Round and who knows what's inside. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another good feature, especially with these higher-end microphones, like the Blue Yeti, like the Razer Siren, they have a dedicated audio in. I guess my... I, no, 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 sorry. It's an audio out. It is a headphone jack that you can plug into your microphone, uh, which will give you uh, zero latency feedback on whatever it's recording or whatever it's hearing. This lets me put on noise-canceling headphones or just really uh, solid closed cans. And the closed headphones allow or sort of minimize sound leakage from my headphones. In one of the early episodes... Uh, we actually, both Megan and I, both noticed that my open earbuds would actually be loud enough that the mic would pick up Megan speaking through the headphones and it would feed back into the microphone. Are we sure that was your headset or is it just me being loud? I wasn't going to bring that up, but... <laughs> uh, it's okay when I say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can put on noise-canceling headphones and hey, these noise-canceling headphones are from my favorite company, Bose. Every company is your favorite company. Oh, that's not true. But the companies I mentioned are my favorite companies. Uh, So I can put that on, and I can still hear myself, essentially. Uh, Normally with these headphones, everything would be blocked out. But now I can hear myself talk. I can hear how I sound. In addition to that, there is a dedicated volume control on the microphone itself. Super useful. Uh, And it's a lovely analog switch. And there is another analog mute button, which is tremendously helpful if I want to cough or sneeze or want to silence my clacky clacky keyboard. Not that I would do that because it's become a running theme slash tag. 
so there's no need to hit a, a weird keyboard command or anything like that. Just pop a button. So I also had the same problem that you were just talking about with your voice and my audio. I don't know if I ever told you that. In in what way? Well, my um, Siren would pick up your voice coming through oh. my headset. So I switched from my Megalodon to my Kraken, and it makes all the difference, basically. The Megalodon is a much looser fit, and the ear cups are foam, uh, whereas the Kraken has a much tighter fit, and the headphone, like the cups are, I don't know what this material is, not foam. Razor probably has some trademark name for it. Yeah, maybe. It's a precision uh, gaming headphone surface. Yeah. Well, there. the bottom line is that the Kraken is much more noise-canceling. I don't know if they're actually noise-canceling, but it's very yeah, hard to hear it's anything. It's just a more closed design. Yeah, right. It seals more of that in. And I actually don't like that when I'm gaming. Yeah, I distinctly like the more open air. I, I want the comfort. I want my ears to breathe. Right. Uh, otherwise, my head hurts and my ears get really sweaty. <laughs> And I get a headache. Like, I don't want my head in a vice. <laughs> this is also another reason why our podcast episodes are only 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it usually happens like uh, hours in. But Oh, yeah. So how about that clacky clacky keyboard? What kind is it? Oh, so this clacky clacky keyboard is a Cooler Master Quickfire. Actually, no, that's... Let me actually look up the precise model. I didn't even know Cooler Master made products other than... They actually, they do have uh, their own sort of full line of mechanical gaming keyboards. Huh. And so they're, they're like five adjectives appended to this. It's like they took the Razor way of putting strange animals, I guess mytho mythological animals, mm -hmm. but they're they're just going for like quantity so it is the cooler master cm storm quickfire pro ah, that's a mouthful that's a lot um and that's also what she said <laughs> my turn and to their benefit there is a non-pro version like they didn't just call this pro so this is a mechanical keyboard with cherry mx brown switches that's the slightly quieter version of the blues uh, as you can hear from their clacky clackiness they're not actually quiet there, it's just a less sharp sound than the mechanical blue keyboards. Hmm. And the pro version has the numpad off to the side, uh, whereas okay. the non-pro version is a more compact design. They kind of brand it as the tournament edition. It's essentially just the typing portion of the keyboard, condensed and presumably easier to carry to your LAN parties. But... I don't carry my keyboard anywhere because all these gaming keyboards are also really heavy. They all have like metal plates fused to the bottom. Mm. So I'm not carrying them anywhere. But super satisfying to click through. There are function uh, media keys on the keyboard. There's somewhat of a lighting pattern. I actually just turn it off. Um, <laughs> I find it a little distracting. And I actually really love this keyboard. I've had it for four years now. Wow, uh, that's I, held up. Yeah, it's it's very good quality. I have not noticed any deterioration of the mechanical action or the, the keys themselves. Hmm. Uh, nothing's really worn off. Uh, what you'll find with a lot of these higher-end keyboards, especially this one, is that rather than stamping 
a label of the keys onto the keycaps and having like the the WASD keys wear away over time, they sort of uh, hollow out the inside of the keycap and make make that translucent, hmm. which means that there's sort of nothing on the surface of the keycap for you to wear away and allows the backlighting to shine through, hmm. uh, illuminating the key, the letter itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I did notice a little bit of wear away on my Anasai keyboard. Now I haven't looked at it since I bought my Black Widow Chroma, but I do remember that some of the letters were turning a little bit into like kind of circles <laughs> instead of just letters. Um, I think it was mostly like my R key from all that Blitzcrank R. Yeah, from smashing that R, yeah. Right. But I did I did enjoy the clickiness of my Anasai more than the clickiness of the Black Widow Chroma. Oh, that's interesting. Well, so I did get the stealth version of the Black Widow Chroma, so okay. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I might be comparing like apples I, and oranges. I'm pretty sure that is the that is the cherry brown keys. That's the same one I'm using right now. Okay. But it, it is a different clickiness. Uh, I actually love the clickiness of mechanical keyboards. And if you haven't tried one already, whew, find a friend. <laughs> they, I mean, they're also branded towards programmers. They're all essentially the same thing. Um, they they literally all use the same mechanical action, key springs from Cherry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are a delight to type on, especially as a fast, fast touch typer. Yeah, I agree. It's just very satisfying. Mm-hmm. I actually fell in love with this one. This was my first mechanical keyboard, and I actually tried it out at PAX. Oh. That 2012 date was literally before the product had actually launched. They had brought this prototype. There were this you know, gold mastering of it before mm-hmm. it got shipped to the stores. They had it at PAX. They told me I could buy it here or I could wait a, you know, a couple months. And oh, if, I bought it, if I bought it here, they'd even give me a small discount. And you would have been immediately sucked in. You would have bought it right there. Well, as soon as they told me that I can't buy it for <laughs> another few months, I'd be like, oh, done. Here's my credit card. <laughs> but instead, I waited a month for it to actually come out and uh, picked it up on Newick. And I, it's, been, it's been a delight. So, thanks, Cooler Master. And just to close out the episode, I'll quickly talk about my mouse, um, which is a Logitech product, not the G700. This is the subsequent model, um, the G602. I've actually, so if I'm going to be a fanboy of anything, it'll actually be for Logitech products, uh, specifically the Logitech mice. Uh, before this, I used a Logitech G500, which was their essentially flagship wired model. I think I had that too before my 700. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember you having that. And it was a wired mouse. I picked it up because it was very reliable. It had a infinite scroll functionality on this scroll wheel. You mm-hmm. could click in a button and what would normally be a clicky one-step scroll would essentially free the axle and let you just spin it like a top. Uh, and that would let you go far, far down uh, Excel documents, web pages, etc. And it had a few buttons on the side. I liked it because it was super light. It did have this customizable weight tray inside where you could actually slot in different weights of uh, along the left, center, or right, top, middle, or bottom, uh, in case you did prefer it to be weighted one side or the other. I literally just took that thing out. <laughs> I wanted it. I wanted it as little weight as possible. 
which is why it was a little weird that I went to a wireless mouse, which tends to have batteries that weigh things down. Mm -hmm. But the G602 is actually still super light. And that's partially because I can run it on a single battery. Hmm. You can put two in there for more lifetime, but I routinely get 200 to 300 hours of lifetime out of a single AA battery on this mouse. Nice. Uh, so I don't have to, I, I change it maybe once a month. Hmm. And probably what I love most about it, other than the fact that it's wireless, is that there are six buttons on the left side alone that my thumb can reach. So it comes in handy for comes in handy for shooters where you want to have a push a talk button, a melee button, a grenade button, and then probably something else for pinging uh, wherever you're looking in addition to your fire and your alt fire. And really good for MMOs too, because you'll need to cast like eight different spells in weird configurations, depending on what situation you're in. It's one step down from the Naga, or uh, I know G, the Logitech has their own version of 500 buttons on the left side of the mouse. But the, the battery life on this, uh, combined with how many buttons it has, and just the general comfort, definitely buying this mouse again. And I've had this for three years. It's still working well. Hmm. That's that's my lineup. No razor blade. I have an Asus. Or sorry, Asus. Certainly a lot more diverse than mine. Literally everything is different. <laughs> I guess that's it. That, I mean, that's, that's literally everything on our table. Mm. That's... I mean, I could talk about this stuff for a while, but... <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't I don't have any cell phone stands that were bundled free with my keyboard purchase. No. Not having one is probably the equivalent of having one with this product. <laughs> we can start back in next episode with um maybe some customer service stories. Some Razor customer service stories. Which are good, presumably. Yes, good. Okay. I do love Razor customer because service. Because I, I did want to... We, we've we've been so positive this episode. This has been the most positive episode so far. We've said good things about everything but that cell phone stand. That's like a ten to one ratio. Yep. <laughs> I want to keep this going. We can we can, di- we can get those sponsorships. It can happen. Yep. Well, next time we'll tell the story of uh, the customer service support that I received from Razor. Okay, I've got a Logitech customer support service store too. Oh, good. Yeah, and that'll be next time on Swag Tier. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. You got a wolf. Oh, wolf. <laughs> no! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up. No.